I heard someone say recently that RTF ministry is very thorough and structured, but it's not Holy Spirit led. Oh, really? In this podcast, I'm going to take a look at all of the ways that the Holy Spirit is involved in RTF ministry, and I'm going to let you decide if it's Holy Spirit led or not. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. I'm Lee Whitman with Restoring the Foundations, and today we're going to look at the process of RTF ministry so that you can decide for yourself if RTF is Holy Spirit-led or not. When God downloaded the ministry process to Chester and Betsy Kilstrup, what is now known as Restoring the Foundations, it was saturated with the working of the Holy Spirit. One of the amazing things about the RTF ministry process is that even though it has a safe and reproducible structure, it is led by the Holy Spirit every step along the way. Even before the ministry process begins, the Holy Spirit is at work with both the person receiving ministry and with the ministers who will do the ministry. So let's take a look at how the Holy Spirit's involved throughout RTF. The first evidence of the Holy Spirit's work is in preparing a hurting believer's heart to even want help. With all the different ministries that are available to a hurting Christian, how is it that people are drawn to RTF? Well, it happens in many different ways, some of which are quite supernatural. There was one guy that we know of that was praying and saw a picture of the Restoring the Foundations book written by Chester and Betsy Kilstrom in his mind's eye. He didn't even know what the picture was that he was seeing, but when he searched the internet, he discovered that the picture was on the cover of the RTF book. Other people have heard the name Restoring the Foundations mentioned in passing, and then the Holy Spirit told them to check it out. They didn't even know what RTF was, but they were drawn by the Spirit to search and discover that it was a ministry that helped people get set free from bondage and hurt. Many people come to RTF as a result of the testimony of a friend whose life had been radically changed through the RTF ministry. This also is a major work of the Holy Spirit to, first of all, inspire the friend to share their experience of RTF with their friend, and then the Holy Spirit takes that testimony and stirs the desire of the person hearing the testimony to want to go and receive ministry. Now, these are just a few of the ways that the Holy Spirit leads people to contact RTF for ministry. Then the person will go to the RTF website and search for a ministry team amongst the more than 100 teams around the world who are listed on the website. The Holy Spirit will highlight a team or two for this person to contact to ask about ministry. When we ask people why they chose a certain person or a certain ministry team about ministry, most often they'll say, I really don't know why, but there was something that told me to choose this team. Then once that team is contacted via email, the ministry team will ask the Holy Spirit if they are the right team to do the ministry. The team has a choice if they're to minister to this person or not. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will use things like a full schedule to make the, the decision for them, and other times he will just give them a yes or a no when they ask if they should accept this ministry. Referral is accepted, 
and they set up their RTF ministry appointment, the person is asked to fill out a questionnaire describing what they're coming to ministry to deal with, along with information about their ancestors and their current life. The Holy Spirit is once again involved in the process, so they know what to write on the questionnaire. It often happens that during this process of filling out the questionnaire, the Holy Spirit has already begun the healing process. The person is asked to read the RTF book called Healing and Freedom before their appointment, which describes what's going to happen during their RTF ministry. So all during this time between first contacting the RTF ministry team and their appointment date, the Holy Spirit is preparing their heart to have an encounter with Father God. The RTF ministry team is also praying for Holy Spirit insight into the person that's coming for ministry. Before receiving and reading the questionnaire, the ministry team will ask the Holy Spirit for prophetic insight into this person. The Holy Spirit often gives the ministers a prophetic word for the person before they know anything about them or their issue. Then once the ministers receive the written questionnaire, they will prayerfully read and analyze the questionnaire, asking the Holy Spirit to give them insight into what they're reading. They will read that questionnaire several times, knowing that more revelation will come from the Holy Spirit with each reading. When the ministry begins, the fun with the Holy Spirit is actually just starting. The power of RTF ministry is that the RTF minister's job is to help facilitate the ministry receiver having a personal encounter with God. The minister sets the table for the receiver to meet with God as the Holy Spirit brings them into this encounter. The beginning of the RTF ministry is an interview in which the ministers are trying to gather the information needed from the receiver to formulate the best ministry plan possible. During the interview, the Holy Spirit is intimately involved in prompting the ministry receiver to know what information to share with the ministers. He's also involved by giving the receiver revelation into how the information they're sharing has affected their life in a negative way that is potentially holding them back from all that God has for them. Now, at the same time, the Holy Spirit is giving the ministers the wisdom to know what questions to ask, how to ask them, and then giving them the discernment to listen to what the receiver is saying with more than just their human ears. Even though RTF ministry has a structure that is incredibly effective, every ministry plan is uniquely designed for each ministry receiver. There are no two ministry plans that are exactly alike because no two people are the same. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what each person needs to receive during the ministry time, and as the ministers listen to him, the ministry plans will be uniquely designed for that individual. The ministers then begin to minister to four specific problem areas in a person's life. The first problem area is to break off the generational iniquity that has come down the family line through their bloodline. Part of this ministry area is forgiving those who've contributed to this curse being in their life. In order to forgive accurately, the receiver asks the Holy Spirit who they need to forgive instead of trying to think up the people on their own. Then as they apply God's solution to this generational iniquity, the pressure to sin is cut off. The receiver will then ask God what blessing he wants to give to him now that the curse has been removed. The Holy Spirit's the one who will speak the new blessing to the receiver. Next in the ministry process is breaking ungodly beliefs. The Holy Spirit is intimately involved in this process as well. 
First, the Holy Spirit highlights the ungodly belief that is core to why the believer came for ministry. An ungodly belief is anything we believe that does not agree with God's nature, his character, or his word. Many times, these are things that we have believed for a long time, making them very difficult for the ministry receiver to see as an ungodly belief. When something's been in your life for a long time, it feels normal to you. Ungodly beliefs are usually formed out of real-life experiences, which make them seem like the belief is true. It's out of those real-life experiences that we form a belief that is actually not true, but because of the experience we have had, it feels true. So it takes a revelation from the Holy Spirit to even be able to see that something has been believed for a long time is a lie. When someone is believing an ungodly belief, they've actually made an agreement with the kingdom of darkness. To get rid of this ungodly belief, the agreement made with the kingdom of darkness must be broken in order to be able to receive God's truth. Once that agreement is broken, the ministry receiver asks God for his truth, and once again, who delivers God's truth? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will communicate with this ministry receiver in a manner in which the receiver is able to receive. Sometimes he will use a picture to communicate his truth. Sometimes he speaks through a Bible verse. Sometimes he just drops thoughts or words into the receiver's mind or heart. The key is that the Holy Spirit knows this receiver so intimately that he knows how to communicate God's message to him. Then once the, retru- when, then once the truth is revealed, the Holy Spirit gives the receiver the ability to receive and integrate that new truth into their lives. The third problem area that must be dealt with is getting healing for wounded places in a person's life. And the way that the Holy Spirit brings his healing is so individual and intimate. He's been speaking to people in a language they can uniquely understand throughout history. You know, there's a wonderful picture of this in Genesis chapter 40. The king's cupbearer, And the king's chief both had dreams given to them from the Lord. Now, the cupbearer's dream was about grapes, which he would have intimately understood. The king's baker had a dream about baked goods. God spoke to them using language they would understand. He does the same thing with us. The Holy Spirit comes to us with language we can understand and receive. In this ministry time, the receiver asks the Holy Spirit to take him to a memory that he wants to bring healing to from the receiver's life. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit knows the exact memory to take the receiver to in order for them to get the healing they need. Often we hear receivers say things like, I have not thought of that memory in a long time. But the Holy Spirit knew that's what they needed. Then when the receiver gets to that memory, which contains the hurt, The minister helps him pour out his complaint and hurt to Jesus. It is the Holy Spirit leading the ministers in this process that makes this a powerful time of healing. Even really good ministers can't do this on their own. It has to be the Holy Spirit-led process in order for the receiver to get all that God has for him. Then once the receiver has poured out all of his hurt and pain to Jesus, the receiver is led to ask Jesus to come and bring healing. To their wounded heart. And the way he brings that healing is always very individual and intimate. The last problem area 
that is ministered to in RTF ministry is removing demonic oppression that has held this receiver in bondage. Now, in order to be the most effective in removing this oppression, the ministers ask the Holy Spirit the order in which this, this oppression needs to be addressed. When the minister does not ask the Holy Spirit for guidance and just proceeds on human wisdom, sometimes removing demonic oppression can be very difficult. The Holy Spirit knows which oppression needs to be cleared away first in order, in order to pave the way for the rest of the oppression to remove. A stronghold is when two or more demons are working together to support and assist one another. A stronghold must be disassembled in order to be removed, and taking it apart must be done in the right order. The strongest demon usually needs to be dispatched first so that the other weaker demons are much easier to get rid of. But the key principle for this portion of RTF ministry is ask the Holy Spirit the order for the ministry. So after hearing all of this, I let you decide for yourself, is RTF a Holy Spirit-led ministry or not? Father God, I thank you for the ministry of restoring the foundations. I thank you that Chester and Betsy Kilstra took the time to put this into order, that you gave them revelation, but they're the ones that put it into an order that we can use and minister. And Father, I thank you that it, we do have a very sound and wonderful structure that we do ministry in. But all the way through, within that structure, there's room for the Holy Spirit to move. In fact, he is the agent of change. He's the one that brings healing and freedom to the lives of God's children. So I thank you for the ministry of Restoring the Foundations. And Lord, I ask you to use this podcast to stir up in anyone that's listening if they have a desire, if they're stuck in some place, if there's something that right now the Holy Spirit is putting his finger on, that, Lord, they'll have the courage to go and to call, to uh, write to our uh, RTF ministry coordinator and get the healing that they need. They write to ministry at restoringthefoundations.org and get themselves an appointment with an RTF minister. So again, Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are very active in our lives, that we're not on our own, that we don't have to do this life by ourselves, but you give us everything we need, that you're intimately involved in our lives. So Lord, I bless again each person that's on this, listening to this podcast, Father, that they would experience all the freedom and all the healing that you have for them. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.